All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fucking noids? What the fuck, topians? What the fuck, eopians? What the fuck, aholics? I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. The New World Order is out in my front yard. We're all in trouble. That's right, you don't believe it. The Bilderbergers, the Trilateral Commission, McDonald's, Sony, uh, Arby's. I mean, we're in trouble, man. Wake up. I mean, how clear does this have to be, people? I mean, what do I got to do? Spell it out for you? Paint you a picture? We're in trouble eating genetic modified foods. When you eat genetically modified foods, your cells turn into cameras. They're in us. Do you understand the drones are everywhere? Listen. Do you hear that's a drone? It's a very small drone. Those aren't gnats in my house. Those aren't gnats falling into my girlfriend's cranberry juice. Those are those are dead drones. They were sent here to attack us on a very small level with bacterial infection. Don't trust vitamins. Come on. Don't you see what's happening? They're taking away my gun fantasies. They are taking away the fantasies that involve me holding firearms of any kind. It's not just automatic firearms. Sometimes I I fantasize about about having just a handgun or a Derringer. It's a very very small firearm, maybe a two-shot 22 caliber Derringer that I bought at the thrift store for a very reasonable price that once belonged to somebody who hid it in his sleeve and was killed during a botched magic act. That was a very elaborate fantasy, but I can't have it anymore because they're taking it away. Who's taking it away? Third and fourth generation foreigners, people who have been living here for uh, all their lives. They're still... uh, connected somehow to another country they're taking it away they're taking away my constitutional right to enjoy peace of mind in my own bathroom it's all happening right now who's telling me this i'll tell you who's telling me this the lord the lord is telling me this hold on he's saying something else i know the cat needs to go to the vet I know, stop bothering me. Stop bothering me. Yeah, cats are in trouble too. New World Order is on to my cats. They know how attached I am to my cats, how important they are to me, that that I understand that the cat is the only being that truly appreciates freedom, that knows its place in the world, that has freedom of thought. Cats have more rights than I do. That's clear. Don't have to amend the cat constitution. I mean, I've had it. I've had it. I've had it from the inside. I've had it from the outside. Quite frankly, I think my brain is a parasite. My brain is no longer my brain. It's feeding on my own thoughts. And these are the ones that are coming out because these are the only ones left. Soon they will all be eaten And I'll be forced to be put on some sort of medicine, which is the last and final frontier, the medicine that they give us to help us, drains us of our vitality. 
I wouldn't be surprised, folks, if they were recording this right now. If they were recording it and filing it and sharing it with others, perhaps on some sort of platform, because they know who I am. They know who I am. I'm the guy who's onto the dead drone in the glass. I'm the guy who understands how the Illuminati built certain buildings, not structurally sound, enabled them to fall down. I under, They understand that. They know who I am. And now they're coming for my cats. You can't take away my gun fantasies. Okay? With your medicine, with your genetically altered foods. That's all I'm saying. If Alex Jones didn't exist, they would have had to invent them. I think I'm paraphrasing something there. And Alex Jones owes a great debt of gratitude to the New World Order for his career. Oh, boy. Yeah, I used to think like that, kind of. I did. I used to think like that, kind of. Welcome to the show. Hi, it's Mark Marin. I was temporarily possessed by a a random sort of uh, riff that kind of got into my head. I want to thank everybody for buying the Boomer Lives t-shirts. I hope you enjoy them uh, because I am going to kick in a dollar for every shirt sold. And I think I've decided the charity. It's the Animal Rescue Foundation. You can check them out at www.com arf.net they're uh, dedicated to rescuing strays getting them out of the kill shelters and placing them with people highest possible rating on charity navigator did a little research uh, very little money of uh, the money goes to administration and fundraising almost all of it is spent on uh, the function of the charity which is getting these little kitties homes uh, but you know it's i mean what it's, it's sort of weird i always wonder that like are my stray cats are they at home i think they're at home they're the only ones that are free Don't take away my cat's rights. But uh, yeah, I checked him out on uh, Charity Never. You know, let's be honest. That, that Piers Morgan thing, I watched it again. I know it's old news, but that was mutual usage, my friends. Mutual usage. Symbiosis. That should have been a sex tape. And yeah, and I, I, I have to admit that Alex Jones would have been the top in that one. That in that particular sex tape, um, and now let's uh, let's talk to the uh, very charming and talented, pretty Elizabeth Banks. Can you handle microphones? I love it. Can I handle a microphone? Kidding me? Put a big thing in front of my mouth. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Come excited. on. It's already getting racy. <laughs> what happened? So wait, what do you mean you have a, like a big day? What's like, what is a day like? Uh, you know what you? happened? Well, there was this huge shooting, as we all know. How horrible. That was fucking horrible. How old are your kids? Oh, can you swear on this thing? Yeah. I'm not sorry. My children, I have a 21 month old and a five and a half week old. Two yeah. boys. Um. Anyway, so they're doing this big... Uh, uh, sort of PSA, a bunch of us yeah. celebs yeah. have all been convinced to go yeah. do a PSA as yeah. if like, us Hollywood liberals make a difference at all. Come we on. Don't. Of course you, don't. Don't. you don't think so? Maybe we, well, it's it feels good to be contributing to the conversation. 
Didn't you do uh, ads for Obama as well? I did, yes. So you're a, an unashamed, unabashed, upfront liberal well, person. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Um, you know, I do feel, first of all, I would have been like that whether I was an actress or not, though. Right. I, I was raised as a concerned citizen of the world by, you know, uh, parents who give a shit. By good parents? Yeah. Where was nice that? Nice parents. In Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Where is that in Massachusetts? Like how far away it's from in the It's as far from Boston as you can get. West? Yeah. It's the, uh, it, it is on the border of New York, essentially. Because I feel like I've done gigs there. I've driven all over <laughs> Massachusetts. But it's like right by upstate New York, kind of, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we are as close to Albany right. as you know to anything. Right. I kind of I kind of know that. Yeah. You've got to drive all the way across. It's miserable. Like you can't just go to Boston. It takes like forever. No, to drive it takes as cold. long to go to Boston as it does to go to New York City. So what kind of childhood? Like uh, farm, rural, town? I grew, you know, I grew up... It's a very rural area, but my actual town uh, was a GE factory town. So we, it was one of those boom places in the baby boom. Like literally, my dad went to high school, same high school I went to, Pittsfield High School. Really? The public school. Are there pictures of your dad doing sports in the in the trophy frames Probably, or anything? You know, is he a sports guy? Not really. He played baseball. Yeah. Um, but he, there were so many freaking kids yeah. at the time that they had to go to school in shifts. You went to, you either went to day school or afternoon school. You wanted day school, right? What was, the, I don't know. I think it didn't really matter, but that's my dad literally went to school in shifts. Oh, not you, your dad. No, me, we were fine. And that was all from the GE factory. They pulled people in. Just had so many, yeah. And you your know, dad worked there? My dad worked there 33 years. He didn't work in Pittsfield the whole time, though. He was pink-slipped at least four times. Is that factory still there? No. It's gone. Gone. Did the town die? Oh, yeah, it's dead. Sad. Dead, dead. Like, do you go back and it's like, oh, this is where I had that You know, happen. it's weirdly feels yeah. very much the same because nothing changes in small towns. <laughs> there was nothing much there to begin with? <laughs> no. Like, my house was built in 1899, the house I grew up in. My mother still lives in it. I mean, yeah. it's like... Really? It's still there. Big old house? Big old how many, how many kids in the family? Well, it's a duplex. I grew up in a duplex. It's yeah. not like some fancy thing. No, but it was like a built house. It, it was, was two a house. story. Correct. How many kids? Four of us. So you're, there's four of you? Yeah, I'm the oldest what, of like four. Like Irish Catholic-y kind of? Correct. Let me tell you this. This All is right. crazy. No, tell me. My grand, great-grandparents yeah. had, my great-grandmother had four girls, a boy, I mean, sorry, three girls, yeah. a boy, and three girls. Okay, seven. so seven kids. Yeah. My grandparents, my mom's mother, yeah. had three girls, a boy, and three girls. So my mom is the oldest of seven, one brother, my Uncle Rick. Oh, my God. And my mother had three, she's the oldest. Yeah. My mother had three girls, a boy, and stopped. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and dad got the old V. Really? Did they? <laughs> yes. The, you have four freaking kids? Jesus. But they didn't, they didn't pressure to keep going. I don't know what that's about. Why? Yeah. Why all the kids? Why the like? Why all the kids? It, there was no abortion back in the day. Why all the but kids? But there was birth control. I mean, pull out, no, put something that, on not it. Not when it. my grandparents were There's having. There's always kids. been birth control of some kind. Yeah, it's infanticide. Is back in the day. I mean, are you kidding me? But you could, you know. I I mean, I'm not knocking it. So you have a million fucking cousins. And I have an, so I have the largest family. My dad and we're not. That's only one side. My yeah. dad's from eight. Oh my god. Yeah. That my was crazy. Kids. So I have 
15 blood aunts and uncles and then all of their husbands and wives and then all of their second husbands and wives and then all of their kids and all of their kids' kids. Is, is it a close family? I mean, yeah. is there family events? Like you go and there's literally oh, yeah. 300... Uh, it's what, not like it's... We had, I think we had around name? 90 what was your name before you... kids there. Mitchell is yeah. my real last name. So the Mitchell clan meets... Yes. The Mitchell clan meets, that's my dad's side. And you have to meet like new nieces every and nephews. Three years. And... Oh yeah, and they do a photo of like the new babies that have been born oh, since my the last God. one. Oh yeah, it's really, it's lovely. It is lovely? Yeah, it's fun. Are you, so you must be a fucking rock star. I mean, there. I you mean... know, you, <laughs> you really can't get, uh, you cannot, it keeps you very sane. No really? one really cares. Oh really? Like, I mean, they do, the little kids, especially like the sort of teenage girls. The Hunger Games fans. Oh, I mean, forget it. Like the 11 year old <laughs> girls are like, they're beyond. Is that worth the, the um, whole ride? I mean, is that? It is. It's really fun. Yeah. It's so fun. that's why you do it. But your dad did what over at GE? Anything interesting? I believe he was a winder. Back in the day. Isn't that weird that so many people I talk to don't know what the hell their dad yeah, really did? Yeah, I don't really a know winder? what he did. He was a winder. He worked the third shift for a long time. He was a third time. shift winder? And we, we don't yeah, know what a so winder is. So he worked is. with wires. I know, well, he worked on Transformers yeah. the, the second half of his career. Yeah. But in the beginning in Pittsfield, that factory was a, um, the factory in my town that got shut down was a defense factory. So we built, remember when Dukakis rode around in the tank? Yeah, sure, that killed him. Right. Like, <laughs> that was the end of I Dukakis. Rode, I rode in that tank. Like With that Dukakis? tank was made in, it was a made in Massachusetts tank. That's why the guy was riding around. Right. It. On family day at GE, we got to go in that tank. How'd that feel? It was awesome. <laughs> we thought it was amazing. And I remember my dad, I believe for a little while, because we made missiles mm-hmm. at, at in the factory, and he, I think he like literally did like some of the wiring, like winding. And yet you were, so you're brought up sort of, uh, you know, Massachusetts Democrat, that there was a, a sensibility, a progressive sensibility, yeah. even though your dad was uh, making the machines that make the, the oh, death. Oh, you no, know, but he was like- A, a job's f- a job, yeah. yeah well, and he, had, he was a union guy. I mean, R- those oh, are all union shops. That's right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's very progressive in that way. And also uh, very socially progressive. Massachusetts still yeah. is oh, very yeah. socially progressive. I lived there for like seven or eight years. Oh, yeah. I, I know this, the score there. Yeah. So what kind of, what were you like? When did you start acting? What kind? See, you're sort of like, I picture, let me project a personality I love you. that. Put it on to me. Uh, sort of uh, like, I imagine that you were fairly intimidating uh, to, uh, you're, you seem like sort of a tough <laughs> chick to me. Like, really? Yeah, you came up to me at that party and you're like, when am I going to do the podcast? I'm like, holy fuck, what's going to happen? Is she going to hit me next? I, I didn't even know she even listened or gave a shit about my podcast. But I definitely felt like I had to honor whatever you needed at that moment. <laughs> um, first of all, I had had a, a couple drinks. And, but no, uh, what, I'm not that, no, I'm not, I don't think I'm that intimidating. Well, look, let's be honest. Cheerleader, I, cheerleader. I was a cheerleader for a, a minute, but not in high school. None. I broke my leg sliding into third base. I was an athlete. So you were a baseball player. I played baseball, a little basketball. I went to basketball camp. That's Are how you ser- freaking so you're like some sort of jock goddess? I was a, I was a super jock back in the day. <laughs> And then, did you ever kick and, anyone's you know, I ass? I skied and I like play a little tennis and stuff. Like athletic. I I did. I was bullied. By oh come on, really? Yeah, By, I was bullied what? in middle school. I was so I was so skinny. I was like, I I didn't wear clothes that fit me. I'm not kidding you until after college because it was a hand-me-down situation. It or? was like a bit of that. It was also that when you grow up in a small town, like our stores were like J.C. Penney, and t- right. if you went to T.J. Maxx mm-hmm. and really went through the racks. <laughs> 
you could find some sort of cooler yeah. designer names. You know, you weren't getting anything that you saw in Vogue magazine. Right. But you could find a couple designer names, but you weren't getting a size two, which is what, I mean, I'm like a two. I'm yeah. a little person. Now? Yeah, I'm still a little, I'm exactly, the, I'm almost exactly the same size I was when I was 12 years Isn't old. Isn't that interesting? Like, you're, you're a little person, you're a huge movie star. What is it like, some movie stars I've met are like literally like the size of this coffee cup. I know. Cup. Like, I think Tom Cruise is as big as this cup. No, there are people, the Olsen twins, I think, are like elves. You can put them in your pocket. Like, they're literally, they're like of another, do they're you, like fairies. Like, they're that, not real people. Why is that? Why, do you know? Can you answer that question? Why certain little people fit on screen? I mean, you're not a dwarf by any means. I'm so. not. I'm actually bigger than a lot of, I feel large around certain people. I just <laughs> hang out with Reese Witherspoon. I was like, <laughs> Jesus, she's <laughs> tiny. Is she tiny? She's tinier than me, and I'm a tiny person. So, okay, so you're a basketball jock and a baseball jock. Anyway, and just, just so a- I never had any size, there's no size two growing up. It's yeah. like the basic size is like a six. That's what I wear all the time. So I look like an idiot because yeah. I was wearing clothes way too big for me. I had two sticks for legs. Yeah. And I got bullied. And huh. I ended up this girl doing, you know, this thing in the line, the lunch line. Yeah. After recess, going into school, and this girl, I believe her name was Lynn, I'll just call her out on it, Um, she was doing that thing where she was having her friends push her into me, so she would like, she'd be like, oh, what, like, oh, I'm falling into you, but like, you know, hard, bitchy, Uh and uh, and I had been, she'd been doing it, she'd been, she'd been after me for quite some time. This was the rivalry? You felt the tension? And I, I didn't even like know this girl, like Mm -hmm. we did not hang out. I but, mean, obviously, but she, she decided was you were me. her enemy, and she—I don't know why she decided it, but I was, and I turned around and clocked her in the face, and she fell to the ground. Man, that's some jail yard shit. And I had that like adrenaline rush of like, woo, like what just happened? Yeah, yeah. And I happened to be chewing gum, uh-huh. and the teacher goes, Elizabeth Mitchell, just my name. Yeah. And I turn around, and I was like, oh, sh- she saw me. Like, this girl's been bullying me for months, yeah. and the one time I stand up for myself, the teacher yeah. sees me. Yeah. It turns out, she I was like, <laughs> chomping my gum like an so animal, because I was up. so amped up. Yeah. And she saw me chewing my gum, and she said, get over here, and she gave me detention for chewing the gum, not for the lint thing. Clocking the girl. Which was like the greatest lesson. And Did, let me tell you, I, standing up for yourself. She had it coming, though. It's Why every, wouldn't you have not gotten in trouble with that? Everything though, like you have to stand up for yourself were one you, time. Were you like the king of the yard for a Let while? The queen you, of nev- the yard. Were I you, never was bullied after that. <laughs> were I people, wasn't. People giving you presents, like they, looking, nothing like that. Protection but, money, <laughs> but it was known that you didn't bully me you didn't anymore. Fuck with I, you? if you fucked with me, I was gonna humiliate you and lay you out. Yeah. How Catholic were you? Oh. <sighs> Every Sunday and ca- and like, CCD and I've went through all the stages and you know really believed sure. in hell. Oh, are you Re- kidding me? Really, no sex for. Well, that's the one that I broke. No, I broke a lot of them. Um, I remember being really little. Oh God, how much can I admit on this show? I hope you're not. This is not a sex story. The really little part. Um, no, <laughs> I don't not. mind either way. I'm not uh, going to judge you. No, I just remember like thinking, um that like if you masturbated you definitely went to hell yeah like that was definitely and then i remember convincing myself in my mind yeah. that like but god gave this to us <laughs> this is for so me to he use. must want us to have this <laughs> so every like, time you masturbated you're riding this I, edge i like, was right there like i'm either going to hell or this is like god's will <laughs> but it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> but like let's find out <laughs> You still don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to know till the judgment day. I, I, there's some part of me that wishes that masturbation when I was younger would have been that 
sort of almost life threatening. It was. It does make it intense. That, like you're like, okay, this this better be <laughs> worth it if I'm gonna burn for eternity. <laughs> well, but the great thing about Catholicism is then you just you go have a little priest? confession. Did you go confess to the priest that you? I did not confess that, but I I also felt and it's this important. is this also is an important by the moment way, for you. Also, by the way, yeah. I'm I converted to Judaism for many reasons, but this is one of them. I I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna remove this priest. I can speak to God myself. Directly. So I'll just say I'm sorry yeah. directly. Get rid of the middleman. Yeah, I don't need to go through this Who guy. Who is that guy anyways? I'll tell that guy I swear and I hit my sister yeah. and I yeah. disobeyed my parents. But the know? masturbation he, thing? He doesn't need to know about that. <laughs> That's between me and God. <laughs> well, you know, I, I remember sitting in the pew with me and my... You masturbate in the pew? No. Oh, damn it. Um, I remember sitting in the pew with some friends from high school yeah. and our friend Gordy. I, I have so many great stories about Gordy. He was the hockey goalie they won the state championship he boyfriend was, he was fantastic no mm-mm. we did not date i dated the captain of the team his uh, name was brian yeah um we we were all in the pew waiting to go in to con- to confession and mm. gordy gordy went in yeah and the next thing we heard was like the priest screaming at him ah! like we couldn't quite make out what was going on but like a ruckus was happening that's in there. not supposed to happen. he was getting reamed out by the priest for what we we don't know. You still don't know. He came out. Yeah. He was bright red. He couldn't look at any of us. I mean, there's only four of us in there. We yeah. were all we were very close friends. Yeah. And he couldn't look at us. And then he went to the front, and we were like, "Holy shit! What the?" He went to pray. What? Yeah, you got to go do your penance right then. In the front, of oh, course. That, I, have, I don't know how this works. Yeah, you got to do your penance you, right so you then. You come and out there. of the booth and you, you go come fucking, out and you go up to the thing. You, you get, start praying. You yeah, you do your hail Jesus. marys exactly. Yeah. He, so then we were all, we were freaked out. We're like, what the hell? So we stopped. We were like, we're not saying anything. Yeah. We came, we're going in there. And we're being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. did a couple bad things. You hey, yelled out yeah, yeah, I uh, turned in my homework late. You know yeah. what I mean? And we get down and then we go and we do our, okay, get, do five Hail Marys, do blah, blah, blah. You go up to the front, you do it. And we then went outside of the church and waited. And Gordy like never came out. Like an hour later, he was still doing penance. Oh and to this God. day, I still don't know what the hell he did. But Are you I'm, still in touch with but him? But I love it. I love that he got in that much trouble. Are you in touch with him? <laughs> I'm not really, no. God, you got, don't you want to find out now that you've told that no, story? No, I'm kind of, I love that like Gordy was, you know, he So did like, something. how did sex pan out then? I mean, when did that happen? Oh, it was, you know, it was not, it was pretty early. I'm only, I'm only asking because I don't understand, like, I don't know a lot of Catholics. I don't know the whole process, but it, like, I have to imagine that if you're somebody that believes in hell and you make these choices, yeah. everything's got to be pretty loaded. You know, I got, when I was eight years old, I remember coming home and saying to my mother, we were learning China was about to pass like the billion person mark. Mm-hmm. And this is back when you had an encyclopedia sure. that you had to flip through a the book. The Britannica. Yeah. yeah. And I remember reading about China and they're all like, you know, they're not Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a billion of them, and they're not Catholic. That's a problem, or I just said to my mother, like, "Mom, you're telling me that Jesus is yeah. not going to let a billion Chinese people into heaven. So were- All these people don't go get get to go to heaven because they're not yeah. Catholic, right?" And the the other thing about this story is my dad is Protestant, mm. so we I often had to go to both the Catholic service. And the Protestants. And the Protestants are a little lighter, right? It's the Protestants are like, there's no out, Pope, right. and you can talk directly to God. Yeah. And like, so I already was sort of learning that it was a little yeah. fuzzy. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. How'd she respond <laughs> like, to the China thing? She didn't really have a great answer, <laughs> as I recall. 
And then going forward, I remember I said, Mom, I, I can't get confirmed in this religion. Come on. I mean, so you're fighting let's it. be serious. Yeah. Like, I'm a feminist. Mm-hmm. I, I believe in birth control. And I believe, you know, I just, uh, there's no women in the hierarchy. Like, come on. Like, really? You said that this at, what, what 13 do. or 14? I was almost 16. You get confirmed when you're 16. Really? And, it goes yeah, on that long? Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. And my mom convinced me. She She actually was kind of like, she did. She didn't. She didn't like force me. Yeah. But she basically said, you know, if you're, you might, you might, you don't know where your life's going, and you might meet meet a Catholic guy, and you're gonna want to get married and raise your kids Catholic, and yeah. it'll be nice. You wanna, you wanna be get prepared. like the certificate sure. that said you sure. did it. You sure. know, like just do the steps. You're, you're, you're Pope approved. Yeah, just yeah. in case. Of yeah. course, I've met married a Jew. Yeah. Well, how could you not? <laughs> I went the complete other way, but I did go through with the confirmation, even though, and I was very clear, I did not. I, I was not, it was not with a full heart. But, but, you're, but you're telling your mother that you believe in birth control and everything else. So had you had sex by the time you were confirmed? Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. did you tell her that? She found out. I can't remember how she found out. I just remember um, like we ended up having a discussion through the bathroom door. Like where she kind of asked me on the other side of the, she was on the other side of the door and she kind of asked me. And I was like, yeah, but I assumed that she knew that I was having sex. And then, and my sister was out in the kitchen where the door to the, and she took off because she was having sex too. <laughs> she was like, I'm out of here. I'm not answering these it's questions. older sister? <laughs> younger. Oh, okay. She was she only 13 months younger. Uh-huh. We were both in high school and we were both in love. And I recommend that to people, to young kids. Oh, this is the, now you're going to teach? Well, I just say, you know, just make sure that they're, they're a good guy that's going to, you know, don't rush. Yeah. Don't do it fast. There's lots of other things to do before you give it up. Yeah. And then when you give it up, make sure the guy's going to like stick around, take care of your heart for a while. Did he? I had the best boy, high school boyfriend. Oh, was that the fabulous captain, hockey team guy? Yes. He was he a good was, guy? He was an incredible human did being. Did he have a letter jacket? He did. Yeah, I don't like him. I don't he like him already. Yeah. He was fantastic. He was really just the kindest. Were you like homecoming queen or anything? person. I was, I got voted a couple things. <laughs> You know, um, but one of my, but like my my one of my nemeses like ran the yearbook. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to do the picks, the picks and all that stuff, they chose the worst photos of me. Oh, that's hilarious! And at the time, I was like, what? I didn't. I I'm a very happy go lucky person. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And now when I look back on it, I'm like, fucking bitch, really pick that photo? Come and, on. And you know she's doing it on purpose. Yeah. That's when hilarious. I look back on it, I go like, oh, I see what was Why, happening. What was she like? Was she sort of uh, nerdy and angry? No, she just, she was popular too. And, okay. you know, I don't know. Well, it's interesting talking to you because like, uh, when I was in high school, it, it sounds like the life you were living was very far away from, from the one that You'd I be could... surprised. We were a big group of dorks. Yeah? Oh. Come on. You do not sound like a dork. You're playing baseball and basketball. I went to an Ivy League college. That's all I cared about was going yeah. to like, a great school. That was the whole agenda? That was it for what me. What were your other hobbies like in, in high school? Like, you know, besides Latin sport. club? Yeah. I'm not kidding you. I yeah. was in the junior classical league. I studied Latin for six years. And so you understood the, the, the mass. I, I, I did. <laughs> I did. You, you actually could do. And, you know, you, uh, and, and I was like on the school council. I mean, I was one of those like t- true, you know, super, I was Fully a involved. real nerd ball, yeah. real nerd ball. We just happened to have a very weird, I mean, we talk about it to this day, how weird our class was. The really smart kids, also, most of them were also jocks. Yeah. 
And, you know, I mean, I look up the, the kids I went to school and they're like, you know, running like the New Republic. They're like the editor in chief of this or that. And they're, I mean, really doing really well. So you did your homework and you had sex and you played sports yeah. and you. You're yeah. like, you're fucking well adjusted. You're not kidding. I'm not kidding you. We used to well we used adjusted. to watch like John Hughes movies and be like, and they or like Sixteen Candles like, yeah. through that big party. Yeah, that was my life in high school. Like we would go to like raging house parties where like a TV would fly out the second story window and land in the uh-huh. thing, and the cops would come. We would all run in the woods. Yeah, but you didn't get into trouble. You must have had friends. That you you didn't get like you know, arrested. Nobody or, was but, like nobody was like doing no one's out of super control. bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was not. I mean, we were all like. It was in the height of the dare program and the just say no and the don't drink and drive. So you didn't do that. So we, you know, we were really good. No one. No, no. Not really. You know, no. It was just didn't happen. It's like a sort of beautiful American childhood you had. It was so Americana. It was (laughs) stupid. But I mean, we, you know, we used to drag kegs into the woods in the winter. Of course. And make bonfires. And that's what we did. That was a party. Yeah. Where'd you go to college? I went to Penn in Philadelphia. That's a good college. It's pretty nice. Sorority? Place. Delta, Delta, Delta. Mm. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we couldn't be more opposite. Do you want to You want to clear? Do you, do you have anything you need to confess about horrible things you did to people in your sorority? Men? I do you mean, want to apologize to any men no. for ruining their dreams and hearts? I'm not kidding. <laughs> I have been with two guys. I, mean, I broke up with my high school boyfriend to date my now husband. Really? Yeah, I've been with my husband for 20 years. Oh, I think years. I remember you talking about that on you know, Letterman or I something. I have a very sweet story, actually. I'm like a super monogamous. So you've had sex with two guys in your life? Yes. I think I feel like this has been covered before. Where did I hear it? Did you talk to Conan about it or Probably, somebody? Probably, yeah. They love to hear that stuff <laughs> they do. on the late night shows, yeah. let me tell you. Because, well, yeah, you're uh, it's a weird. rare thing. It's very weird. So you met a Jew at Penn. I met, yeah, it's hard, real hard. It's like throw a dart. <laughs> um, I didn't know that either. Like, I didn't really know. I knew there were a few Jewish kids in my school. Yeah, were they bullied? I don't, I actually, you know what's funny? What? Is I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. So I the Catholic side of the track. Yeah, I grew up on the like yeah. the duplex side of the tracks, uh-huh. where the where the factory work the floor workers right, lived. Right, and then there was manage- the winders. The, yeah, mm-hmm. the management. Yeah, they lived on the other side of the tracks yeah. in single family homes, and that's where all the Jews lived. So I didn't actually meet a Jew until high school because when I was in elementary school and middle school. The Jewish kids didn't live on my side of town. Were, were they given any uh, sort of, you know, what was your sense of Jews before you met one? I mean, were, Well, were because the... I didn't meet them until high school, like I didn't get invited to but no like, one talked about the Jews? bar and bat mitzvahs. Right. And now I, you're going to have, liked... you're gonna have to have two of them now. I know. I know. <laughs> Can you believe it? But you, you know, the Jews didn't get any bad press in your house? No, no, then. people, yeah, no. No. There was none of that. No. Now, again, progressive, liberal, leftist. All right, so at Penn, like, you meet the you're a sorority person. What does that entail? Like what I I'm, I like you. You know I mean I, <laughs> I, I you know I like you, and I don't think I wouldn't. You're so have... surprised. Well, no, I knew I liked you so when I met sad. you. Sad, Jesus. What do you mean? What? I mean, do you know like for me, sororities, fraternities, people that focused on on their schoolwork, uh, yeah, people that seem to have their shit together, the the good kids, the popular kids. I mean, that was like that was my war. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like I had to figure out how to, to even communicate with with people like you. Yeah, I'm going to judge you because you That's are fine. that person. I know it's all right. Like you're the kind of person. Like okay, let's say we're in high school, we're hanging mm-hmm. out. I'm like mm-hmm. you know, kind of you know, a little chubby, but nice guy, sweet guy, kind of yeah. lost. 
I come up and say like, you want to go out to a movie? You would laugh. I, no, I would. I never laughed. That happened to me. I was very sweet. And you'd be surprised. My type is like, here's the thing. Now. I mean, obviously. No, my type, I'm not kidding you. My actor, like growing up when I was like, that guy is yeah. so cute. Oh yeah. my God. When I grew up, Who? I want to marry that guy. Who? Rob Morrow on Northern Exposure. <laughs> That's well. That's nice, sweet. So Jewish. I clearly had a type. You yeah. know what type was I your liked hockey nice player? Boys. He was a very nice non-Jewish boy. Big uh, Irish Catholic yeah, guy. Yeah, he was an Irish Catholic. But he was a he was a big boy. You still I mean, in touch with him? He was over six feet, and he, you know he's a big guy. And every once in a while, you know, like his grandma died. I sent him an email. Is no, still- no, no. He lives in Europe. Really? Yeah, he's an engineer. He lives in Europe. Isn't that wild how people sort of spread out? And when you find out about somebody, and you're like, oh my god, I know. Well, that's. Facebook. I mean, I'm not on it, but every once in a while, I'll go on there and go like, "Where are these?" You people? don't go on as an alias or anything. I do have an alias, and I kind of troll it a little bit. But honestly, because it's not a habit. Yeah, I'm, I'm off of Facebook. It I got very complicated. I don't know what's happening there. I mean, I open the page and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I just find that uh, I don't have time to hang out with the people that I uh, like are here and present with me in my life. Yeah. So why am I don't, don't have any? I definitely don't have time to like troll around and be like, I wonder what you know, and be wistful, right? And I'm not looking for anybody or anything. Like no, I have my husband, I've got kids. I you know, I, what do I need? You, you like know, when husband. you hire a nanny, yeah, you go on Facebook and you look at the other families that she worked for to be like, all right, all right, she seems okay. Yeah, I can trust her with yeah. my children. Yeah, these kids seem nice. This family <laughs> seemed like they knew what they were talking it about. It must be sort of scary to kind of interview a nanny. I mean, it's a big job. Well, you hear so you hear a lot of horror stories. Yeah, um, I don't know. We we got to have some basic human trust. I mean, I know like, I agree with you. I'm I'm overly trusting. Yeah, to I the point where I you know I lose a lot of money and yeah, uh, <laughs> and I've, I've, get, get my feelings hurt and yeah. find myself in situations that are kind of <laughs> sticky. <laughs> There's a fine line between trust and being taken advantage of. It's yeah. true. Do you know that line? I've seen it. I've 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 stood <laughs> on it. I've walked right up to it and been like. Mm. Wait a minute. Yeah. This doesn't quite feel right. I, I've learned that hard lesson a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So how do you make the shift from uh, from Jesus to Jew? I mean, when did that happen? Gosh, I mean, when... I like that you're so um, interested in the religious stuff. Well, I mean, like at some point, you, you know, Jesus was your guy. You'd look at the cross. He was bleeding up there. It meant something to you. I don't know. It didn't really. No. You know, here's the thing. I love, I like human rituals. I mean, I believe that ritual, uh, you know, we're all sort of, tribal it's a it, it is what makes us human we all have i mean animals have rituals we have rituals yeah. um you know we don't walk around by ourselves on this earth we like band together and and um and i do think that organized religion in terms of creating structure for family and having ritual very cool yeah. important like i'm really glad i can walk in any church anywhere in the world and i know the mass i can recite the mass so that's good if, as a jew well, I'm, it's just what I grew up with. I know. I know. Um, and I think so. I I I'm not dismissive of religion. In other words, yeah. No, no. I, I I'm with you on what you just said. Yeah, I was a, a I was dismissive, thing. frankly, of like you know I would sit and listen to certain sermons and just be like, geez, I cannot get behind this. Like this is just not sure in my bones. Yeah. I don't believe you know in my bones. I don't think that Jesus really doesn't expect everybody to go to heaven. Whatever that means. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. But I, I do know that it raised more questions than answers for me. And so the when man, the, Yeah. 
Yeah, and the Pope and the whole hierarchy. Well, yeah, it turns out that it's the... not, it's a very corrupt, horrible, you know, I mean, evil th- organization. There's a lot of suffering in the world. And if you go to the Vatican and it's like, all, it's like a giant vat of gold. Have you been there? <laughs> you know, yeah, I've it's been It's pretty there. amazing, right? It's amazing. Yeah, it's like this is where all the money went. Yeah. To this chair. You literally go like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, the, the, really? Like, right, the actual is... uh, the actual cathedral is full it, of gold. It's, it's like lined gold. with gold. It's literally <laughs> the whole thing is lined with gold. Yeah. It might as well have been peasants' fillings. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. it, you know, that bums me out on a certain level. Yeah. Rome's and nice though, right? Rome is... Did you? What, were you shooting there? Or did you go for vacation? No, I just went. Like I went on my honeymoon actually to Rome. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. It does not Rome disappoint, Tuscany. right? Oh, Tuscany a, too. Just a museum. You're just walking around the whole thing. You can't. You turn a corner. The Colosseum's sitting there. And I studied Latin. Don't forget. Yeah. Six years. So like, this is my culture that I like. Right. Right. Well, you're fascinated with it. Love it. And then when you go to the countryside with Tuscany or Umbria, oh. you're like, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's, it's like perfect. It is you know, perfect. It's, it's unfucking real. Yeah. It's perfect. Were you Were you just in Atlanta? Is that where you were? Yes. I How long it. were you there? This time I've made two movies there now, and this time I was only there for five weeks, almost six weeks. With Carell? No, he was there. He was there. Was he there the same time? Right before me. I A didn't work movie. on that movie. Different movie. I was there for the Hunger Games. Uh, the second one. Yeah, exactly. And uh, is that going to be great or what? It's really great. It really is. That we must have been fucking so excited to get that part. It's kind of an odd part for you, isn't it? You know, it's honestly, that is what I should be doing all the time. I mean, those kind of like just outrageous, freakish fun, roles. Yeah. Weirdos. Yeah. Is like what I do best. Yeah. But they're just, they don't come along. I mean, they're, they're rare. But you're, but you're so good at being sort of like the sexy, kind of like funny, you know, yeah. a, a little bit intimidating <laughs> <laughs> girl. Yeah. I love woman. those too. I love physical comedy is my sweet spot. Yeah, and Effie is so physical. Every you know, her whole demeanor is like a weird physicality of, of you know. Um, oh, how do you how do you play? How do you prepare just, for something like that? She's just a big contradiction. You make sort of you, you make like real actory decisions because yeah, you're you a real make, actress. Yeah, you make big choices about what you're gonna. Let's come back do. to let's come back to Jesus and Yahweh and yeah, go and go sure. back to uh, to Penn. So you meet this Jew. Yeah, what's his name? Max. And he's in shit. Max, that's yeah. Jew. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, not joking around. No, I know. You, you, you went <laughs> right to Jew Jew. Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, you, you met in college and you, how'd you, how'd you fall in love? Can you tell me that? I met, the, we met the first day. The first day of college. You're, yeah. you're, you're nervous. You're, you're, it's a new environment. I and you're like, you just college. grab a Jew. You grabbed a Jew. Well, here's the thing. I, I really loved my high school boyfriend. As I said, I can't say enough good things about him. Did you break him. up with him before you left? No, I did not. Holy fuck. Well, I wanted to break up with him, but you know, I felt bad. Like he really wanted to stay together. And I was like, I'm going to college to like, you know get yeah. laid and have like have juice. Yeah. great time yeah. and like fuck around yeah. basically yeah. yeah you knew it oh yeah it was over <laughs> well i just knew like thank you for teaching like, me a few things i got the hang of hey, it now <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm you're a great here. dude you've emotionally taken care of me i really appreciate it. you're lovely but like i'm gonna go have some fun and i i, I sort of thought like well, he'll do the same thing and then he didn't really do that right away he pined he pined a little bit. Did he come up there? Was there any drama? Do you like? There was massive drama. Oh, Mark, yeah. there was so much what drama. Happened? So what happened was, I met Max. There was a little start, start and stop there for like five days. You felt guilty? No, oh. I didn't feel guilty at first all. First five days of college, you mean? First, fi- literally the first five days of college. I was, I well, I said to please my, tell me you had sex with him in the first now, five days of college. I didn't, but I said oh. to my now husband, um. You know, you should take my number and we should hang out. And he was like, I don't have a phone. 
thought, really, you can't figure out a single fucking way to call me? Okay, well, thank you. I'll take my number back. Like, you figure it out. And and he's like, no, no, no. I, you know, it's the first day. He yeah. really had not set up his phone. That's oh, right, what he right. meant. Uh. But also, he was on the make. He immediately started talking to this girl, Kate, who ended up being like a hot nursing student with a twin. And um, right away, you lovely. saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we. I mean, we were both. We were. We met, and we were in it for the same thing. But you were generally like this was just you didn't know what you wanted to do yet. You were just going to college. I was, was just like, going to college, yeah, yeah. and I met this cute kid, and he yeah. was like cute and whatever. Yeah. And then um, we ended up running into each other like every day randomly. Mm. Uh, and to the, actually like one of my my best friends on my floor was the best friend growing up of his freshman girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So she's like, let's go up to this frat house, and I and he was like working the door like yeah. the next night. Yeah. And he's like, do you remember me? Yeah, of course. I remember. Mm-hmm. Bye. Guy then, without the phone. You know, and then we went up to his room <laughs> where uh-huh. they have like the good liquor, not uh-huh. just like the shitty. In the keg. frat house. Yeah. This not just the shitty. Keg. I mean, literally, the I'm Jewish right out of a John Hughes. Yeah, it's so, a Jewish frat. It's a Jewish fraternity. ZBT? So that's a Which little. Which one? No. Uh, so A pie. A pie. So well, that's what does ZBT mean to you? Well, ZBT at Penn was like, it was so douchey. <laughs> It was I like even, I don't even know what it is. I, I, just thought, I, I only know my pen was like it was like Long Island guys who like wore their white baseball cap like like backwards right, and, did right. a, and did a little blow. Just a, oh, so it was uh, okay. All right, it was they like were, they uh, were fast. They were fast for me. Uh huh. Just and uh, just sleazy. Uh, well, they were like gonna they were like gonna go run Wall Street, right, and they right. do by the way, and practice on a bunch of shicks. Yeah, until they, yeah, exactly. Again. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So, so he's a doorman. You go so up to the room. The so good we liquor. Just, we just kept running into each yeah. other. So then finally, he took me on the greatest date of my life. I mean, it really was amazing. What was it? We went to a jazz club in Philly. So this is like the real deal. It's just in Philly. There were pretty. There. I think there was like six other white people in the whole place. I mean, this place was legit. So the Jew brought you to where black people are, and you're like, this guy knows the ropes. He knows. Not. I, not only that, he took me in a taxi. I'd never really been in a taxi other than like shitty yeah. taxis. Uh-huh. Uh, like we didn't have yellow cabs in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Um, and in the city, when we went to visit, we took public transit. You know, mm-hmm. I was on buses and mm-hmm. subways. So he took a he took me in a taxi and he gave him a twenty and he said like, "Just give me two back or something." Like yeah. very worldly, in uh-huh. my opinion. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And like right there, I was like, "Oof, I'm gonna I'm gonna bang this dude." <laughs> Tonight. And then he took me to this amazing jazz club. Mm. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. They didn't ask me for my ID. They mm-hmm. brought us bourbon on the rocks. Like, it was fabulous. We had a great steak dinner. Mm-hmm. And then he took me home. And then I had to make the fir- I had to kiss him. Mm-hmm. I made the first move. At all. Yeah. And, um, gosh, and then it just went from there. But mm. I still had this high school boyfriend. You banged him after up. the jazz club. I didn't bang him that night. I don't know what happened. It wasn't wasn't on me. I, would, I probably would have gone there. But mm-hmm. he was like, meh. Let's be slow. Let's like be cool. Nothing happened? That night nothing happened. But Just then made I, out? Then we made out. And then we went to a party like two nights later and he gave me like massive hickeys all over my neck. Uh-huh. And the next morning, hungover, I got on a bus to Penn State where my high school boyfriend was. I was going to my oh. first Penn State game. Yeah, yeah. So I wear a turtleneck. A scarf. Yeah. And a scarf. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so hungover. I'm dying on this bus. Oh, shit. I'm puking. It's disgusting. And I get to Penn State and I get off the bus. And, you know, and he's there to greet me off the bus. The boyfriend. He's the sweet. Now, I'm had not you, had kidding. You fu- he's did the you, nicest Had you fucked the Jew? Had I had not, no. You, he just marked you. He, he marked could, me. And he knew you were going, didn't yes, he? Yes, of course. Did he but ever. He marked me. Did he cop to doing that on yeah, purpose? Yeah, he did, of course. Yeah. 
Oh, he my. didn't. He didn't really mean to give me hickeys all over, but I was kind of doing the like. I kind of a boyfriend. I don't really know if I should. Be. I gotta like tie this up. Like I'm a, some, I'm a good person. I'm not like a bad person. That is a serious fucking political so I move. I really was trying not to not to screw him before I really had broken up with my boyfriend. And I didn't. I, su- I succeeded in that. But what happened? But then before- I, so basically I went to Penn State, I broke up with my boyfriend, and I went back and my now husband and I had sex for the first time. <laughs> but but the hickeys, did he find the hickeys? or did oh, you just- it was sad. It was like, this is it. <sighs> We're breaking up. You know, he introduced he me to all neck? of his friends. Did he see your neck? Yes. How, I mean, how did that happen? We were we got naked to have sex. And oh like, no! It was right there. So you didn't break up to him before you got naked. We had breakup sex. We had like the bad. So the, he like, was crying. The, like you crying, were crying. The crying breakup sex. So he saw the that you have. Like and the, he's the like, sex was like this you. is the last time, and we still love each. And I did love him as a person, but I was like, <sighs> I needed to. Go be free and have other relationships. And I didn't think I was going to marry my the, this my husband Max. No, I know. I just thought, oh, well, I'm going to go hang out with this guy. I'm going to play the field a little bit. Crying sex with hickeys is really. It was so sad. It was so tortured and sad. And he had like arranged for his roommate to be out of the room, and he had no know. idea what hit him. Did you break up before the sex? Yeah, we did. And you agreed to have sex, and then you explained the hickeys, and you had- Oh, yeah, all the hickey explanation came. I mean, the hickey explanation was a little bit like, look, I was at the party, and I was drunk, and this guy was on me. <laughs> like, right, you know, no responsibility. I didn't kiss back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically said, I, I was almost raped, but I'm okay. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> he was a but Jew. it happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll never work out between us. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, Meanwhile, we're married. Um, which does make me, by the way, feel a little bit better about breaking his heart at the time. I get you know, it's that like, sh- babe, I broke up with you for the guy that I like spent the rest of my life with. I mean, it's very hard, but you know, it's like it's just what people do. You can't not hurt people. I mean, it's just it's impossible. When you're young, it's like ever. Yeah, you know, people. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's I mean, even over things. little things. You know. <laughs> so when did the uh, acting start? Uh, well, I went to college. I thought I would be, um, like a broadcast journalist. I don't know, or a doctor. I mean, I had a lot of possibilities and, um, and, but I was acting. I broke when I, after I broke my leg, um, in sliding into third in, uh, what base were you sliding into third actually in eighth grade. Uh, I ended up in the school musical playing Pontius Pilate in Jesus Christ Superstar. Mm. Speaking of Jesus. And, uh, and so, and then I just kept doing like the school play kind of thing. Cause I need, cause you know, I, it, to me, it was similar to sports. I couldn't play sports anymore. Yeah. And I mean, I broke my leg really bad. I had surgery and Ooh, the whole thing. Pins? I'd never had, they did what's called closed reduction surgery. So my foot was hanging at a right angle to uh, my knee. And they just slowly, you know, they break it until they get it back in line. And then they, 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 I didn't need pins to hold it together to heal it. It worked. And it worked. You don't yeah. walk with the. I don't, mm. but I did for a little bit, which is why I had to have the surgery. Right. I literally was like a gimp yeah. for a minute. Um, I was a theater geek in high school, um, but song and dance person. Getting to college, I was sort of like, mm, "What am I gonna do for yeah. my like activity? Who yeah. am I gonna be?" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I was encouraged to like try out for a play, and then and I and I ended up not getting like the cool play. I ended up um, doing children's theater. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a little sad. Yeah, I played Aunt Polly in oh. a production of Tom Sawyer, oh. 
It was very sweet. Yeah. Um, but not exactly, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the bee's knees. But but I was definitely bit, but never considered it as a career because I grew up poor and every actor I knew lived in like the Lower East Village. Right. And, you know. It was not practical. No. Right. It did not seem practical to right. me at all. Yeah. So It what, felt what like changed? one of those ridiculous dreams. Yeah. What changed? You it? know, what changed was uh, I applied to drama school because I was like, what the hell am I going to do when I graduate? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be a lawyer, so because everyone I knew was going to law school, they were all pre-professional, and I didn't have any. I, I literally heart wasn't in it. I went on interviews at like McKinsey and Company uh-huh. because when you go to Penn, you have a good GPA. Like those are the jobs you get. You had good GPA. Yes. Like so honors and. I graduated magna cum laude. Is that the big one? No, summa is the big one. Oh, uh, sorry. One just above. Yeah. I missed. I missed out on the big one. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I. I was getting these crazy job interviews. I was wearing like a suit that was too big t- for me to like these interviews. I had I was pretend it was completely false. What was your degree in? My it was a c- totally liberal arts like communications. I could have gone into journalism. Right. Like I looked at like working at CNN. The job I almost took instead of going to grad school to drama school um, was working for this like super wealthy guy. Uh, he had like a money manager mm-hmm. in his apartment in your city, like the nicest apartment to this day that I've ever oh, lucky seen. Lucky you didn't fall for that one. I know. Jeez. And this guy came in and was like, yeah, like I need, I need someone to like do research on like, this is literally the interview. I need someone to do research on, for instance, right now we have a, a, a project. Uh, we want to put in a new phone system on the yachts. Yeah. And we need to figure out, uh, you know, what the best system is, um, you know, how to tie it all together, blah, blah, blah. like what's going to have the best satellite. Da, da, da. I'm like, Wait, that would be my job? <laughs> like figuring out it's, it sounds like it's the one, yacht phone system? It sounds like it's one step away of like, yeah, can we dress you differently too <laughs> while you're around the office? <laughs> he had a personal shopper that came in that I was told he needed because he had five girlfriends all over the world. Uh-huh. And so this Who shopper- Who is this guy? I don't want to say, all right. but he was he was known. Still, still around? Yeah, yeah he's known still around. guy. He's still around. He's a known, you know, he's got known a lot of guy. money. Yeah. Known rich guy. Um, and I called my uncle, who was one of my mentors. Which uncle? Who's rich. The one uncle on my mom's side. The one boy. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's rich how? He's a how very successful lawyer. Uh-huh. And, um, and he said, you just graduated from Penn. Like, you're employable. Yeah. You'll be fine. If, the jo- if, you're, if you're getting job offers right now, you'll get them in two years. It's yeah. a two-year program. Like, go to drama school. It's your dream. Like, go see what happens. Oh. And I did, and then I never looked back. Which drama school? I went to ACT in San Francisco. See, it's the same school as Annette Benning and Denzel Washington and Winona Ryder, which was like the big deal back then. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So you got to go to San Francisco. That's I went a big to San Francisco. I went to San Francisco to... in like the height of what year? The internet booms. What year? Um, ninety six. Because I lived there in ninety two. Yeah. It's great. It's kind of an interesting city, huh? You know, I, it's a beautiful place. Um, I was too young. I had lived in New York and Philly and I was like, it's just, I couldn't deal with the like, let's all put on Birkenstocks and fleece and like go hike in the wherever. And the weather sucks. I mean, God loves San Francisco. It's absolutely beautiful. I never could figure out what the hell was going on. I I had to leave every (laughs) morning with like 12 layers because I never knew what the temperature was going to be. I'm used to that. But there's no... 
there's no rhyme or reason to anything. It's foggy half the time. There's, but I think there on was a social horrible level, transportation. On a social level too. It's just I, I found never it very clicky. Yeah, I just didn't know what was ever really going on there. Yeah. I mean, there was that that contingent where you're talking about the police and this and that. Yeah. But then there was a whole other thing going there on was. across town. I and, know. And then you'd go into one area and you're like, I don't even understand. Stan, I know. <laughs> like, what's happening down here? <laughs> it was. I never felt very grounded there. I didn't either. I didn't really. I didn't either. But you got a good education with the acting. Well, I have no idea, but what I got was an agent and a career. Yeah. So it was the be. I didn't know when I graduated from college. Where was your boyfriend during all how, this? When did he did he move out there with yeah, you? Yeah, he did. He tra- he was working on Wall Street at the time, and he transferred. What's his racket? Well, he was in public finance at the time. Yeah. But he's a producer now. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. But he, yeah, he he just transferred. He worked for Solomon Smith Barney, and he transferred to the San Francisco office so we could be together. So you do two years in San Francisco, and then you come to Los Angeles. No, then I went to New York. Uh-huh. I don't think any young actor should start in L.A. Yeah. Unless, look, unless you're gorgeous, you look like Katie Holmes off the dock, whatever. Yeah. Fine. So you went to New York to do but theater? But that wasn't, I didn't. Ostensibly? I, I went to New York ostensibly to do theater. I ended up in commercials. Mm. I did 10 commercials my first year. That's good. I was living the high life. You I ever, paid all my student loans. Do you look at those commercials now? Yeah. Yeah? You like I'm, them? I'm, I'm cool with it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right with those life choices. Yeah? For commercials um, for what? Oh, Burger King Zima. Uh-huh. I have a like a real legendary Zima commercial. <laughs> Why is it legendary? Well, I play three different women, uh-huh. and and it's a real. It's sort of like. Did you use it as your reel for a I while? I did. I, I don't remember actually if I did use it as my reel because mm-hmm. then I started working by the time it aired. But but it is. It's a very good indicator of my abilities. Yeah. Um. And then I loved that one. Um. I did a commercial for Crest. For like a whitening toothpaste uh-huh. that ran forever, and I'm Smile, not kidding you. Show your teeth. And... Paid off all the student loans. So, That's awesome. Yeah, that was. The when big was the, what was the first movie part? What had American Summer? I know, and you and David Wayne have this thing now. Yeah, we're in love. Yeah, <laughs> it's difficult for me. He's no, he's well. Look, he, I love him. Was that one? Where he's was it? Where were those shorts where you kissing all these actresses? What was that one? Oh yeah, well, yeah. he's always got me kissing multiple people at all times. He just likes to. Well, make I make out feel... with him. Yeah. I make out with this guy Mather. Yeah. Who's great? I make out with Josh Charles in a three-way with him and this uh-huh. other guy. Uh, and then in the next one, I made out with a, I made out with like a couple girls. Yeah. It's just always happening. <laughs> you don't have any problems? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I've been with two people in my life, so like that's my outlet. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's my fun time. When you do that, because when I was shooting my show, like I had to make out, like acting make out. Mm-hmm. But you make out. Yeah, you just make out. Yeah, yeah. But you're a little detached from it, right? It depends on the. Per- I mean, I just did a. I won't say where this happened, but I just were had to make out with someone who was not an experienced, particularly experienced actor. He was like a, you know, basically a background guy. Yeah. And I went to make out with him. Yeah. And he didn't open his mouth the oh, really? first time. And I was like, what are we, four? <laughs> like, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, then I felt like I was like digging around trying to <laughs> get my tongue in his lips. I was like, this is, come on, I'm too old for this. Really? This so when is... you when you screen make out, uh, even open mouth? I like, just felt you... bad for him because then I felt like he was like so embarrassed. Like the whole thing was just. It, it was not the like dream day that I was hoping for. Oh. Like, oh, I get to go have a little makey with some random person. That'll be interesting. Yeah, no, and it was he like didn't, he, didn't, he didn't come around. 
He did because I essentially forced his mouth open. But oh my no, god, he, he did. He he he. Well, he then realized like, oh, it's I, like I can make out with Elizabeth. I Banks. can do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's just do this. How do you decide? Like, do you decide tongue or but no then tongue? I didn't what? Like Tell it. me. Uh, you. Just, I think you look at whatever the scene is, and you go from there. Mm. You know, mm. you look. At, is this character chaste or is she a go-getter? That's 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 the differentiation in tongue or no tongue. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, and if it's like very sweet and romantic, or yeah. if it's like now this. I mean, if you if you're trying to make it funny, yeah, which is normally what I'm trying to do with the makeout scenes, yeah. Then you just do, you know. Right. I, rem- I remember making out Swappy in Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. I make out with Paul Rudd, and I mean, we had so. I mean, we were like eating each other's faces, <laughs> just like anywhere. Where, where, where is it too wrong to put this tongue? Are you guys buddies? Yeah, we are. We've yeah. made like five movies know, together, maybe movies, six. A lot of movies together. You made movies. You made movies. A lot of funny people. <sighs> I mean, the list is long. What about working with uh, Oliver Stone playing uh, George Bush's wife? I mean, it, it, Amazing. G- given your your politics, I mean, how? You know what? Actually, I I, I didn't bring any. I played a wife. I played a loving wife, but and I believe a conscious decision. I imagine, like you, you, you. Really... Yeah. Well, look, you know that's acting. I mean, if no, you no, play Hitler, it, you gotta like have you gotta figure you out a, how to like respect Hitler. Is that I your mean, dream role? It probably. You know what? <laughs> you know, someone will do it. <laughs> yeah. I'd be there. Um. But no, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta figure it out. So I, for her, for Laura, I actually think she's a very interesting. I mean, she's yeah. a really interesting he, lady. You did a great job with it. There's a lot of interesting stuff in that movie. Yeah, I can't say is. I love the whole movie, but I like to. I I like his movie making. He's I think he's one of the sort of very engaged. Well, he's one of the most, in my opinion, patriotic American filmmaker. I mean, he really marks his movies by asking sort of central questions about what it is to be a, an American citizen. Like, mm-hmm. what do we believe in? Yeah. He's also, like, uh, I have no sense other than stories. I mean, what was he like on set? Uh, I mean, he's awesome. The stories are true. He's out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yeah. But I mostly love him because the stories are fucking great. Yeah. And he's, you know, and he doesn't disappoint. And he's a great filmmaker. You, 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 uh, as an actor, he's everything that you want in a director. He's clear. He doesn't bullshit around. He knows what he wants. You know, he's already got the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he trusts you. Yeah. If he doesn't trust you, it's a shit show. Really? Yeah. Why? What happened? But he liked me and he liked my Laura Bush, so yeah. we were good. Yeah, but you saw he some other Josh. shit going down. I saw some other people he didn't like as much. He kind of thought like, eh, it's not exactly how, what he was looking for. Yeah, Brolin's great. He's Amazing. Great actor. Oh, Jesus. He's so good. All right, I, I do want to get back to this Jew thing. Now, was there pressure on you <laughs> to be a so Jew? So surprising that you want to get back to the Jew thing. Well, you're a Jew. You're you're um, a Jew. You're one of us. There was not now. a lot of pressure. We no, have to, this this is I sorry. We have to own you now. This this I know it's amazing actually. It um, is. I mean, you're like a fucking Shiksa goddess Jew. People love that when the Shiksas come over. Um, you know, I I uh, well, no no religion meant as much to me as Judaism meant to my husband. He's real Jewy. He's not super Jewy, but like it's, you know, he doesn't want. But he had that thing. He's not going to go to church. It was never like he was going to go the other way. Right. And I definitely didn't care about going to church. Was there pressure from like his family? Yeah, for sure. His his dad did not. We got married after 10 and a half years. And for the first five years, I'm positive that his father did not learn my last name. 
I believe it. I'm positive that his dad was like, this girl's not, this is point North's complaint. Yeah. She's not going to hang out. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna, not going to go. He, yeah. my, my son will come around and he'll marry a Jewish girl. Right. And so he just never, like, I mean, they were nice. Yeah. They were fine. Mm-hmm. But they were not, yeah, that, it was that, not big open arms. That weird tension. Embracing yeah. me, you know. I had to, I blazed a trail there in the yeah. family. Um, but they are really, they they really just cared about, well, they really just care about, are the kids going to be Jewish? That's all they care about. Yeah. They want the grandchildren to be Jewish. Uh-huh. And my kids are Jewish, and so they're happy. But what did you have to do to be Jew? What is that? I don't even know. What I had to have is. a Jewish wedding. No, but, I don't even say had to. I wanted to have a Jewish wedding. But I mean, did you become a Jew before you had, yeah. to, like, are you stamped and approved? You got the I paperwork? Did, I did not have my mikvah, actually. So mm. I am not technically converted. Would you just go take a bath with some girls? That's what you got to do. In the mikvah, um, yeah. It's just never really, I'll be honest with you, I have not this... lived in LA a long enough chunk of time to, like, commit to the program, basically, to do it. So I studied with a couple rabbis. And, you know, we're, we belong to a temple, but it's like, okay, come to the 11 week, you know, you're a Jew now class and then yeah. get your mikvah. I'm like, I don't, I'm not here for 11 weeks in a row. Like I can't, that's not going to happen. You know, I've come, come on, you're I'm at a level over. now. Can't you get a, a rabbi on set? I, and, pro- I mean, that, but, sit, but so, that's what I would have to do. And I'm kind of like, well, I mean. Sit around uh, in a trailer with a rabbi. Get like, around to it. That'd someday. be hilarious. Is like, you know, you've got your. Yeah. Do my Bible study. My Old Testament Did study. Did you learn how to do Hebrew and. Uh, no, but so, I but I have I've got it all lined up. I got my Hebrew helpers on the. the so this the is all pretty dial. new, or what? No, 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 no. I've been essentially a Jew for like fifteen years, for but, a I mean, long time. But you got. I haven't had a Christmas tree in fifteen years. But you. But are you like like officially a Jew? I, I am not officially like stamped, but by all accounts, yes. My kids go to Jewish preschool. Why are you, I, we why, only celebrate Jewish holidays. I love Seder. I, yeah, but I, I don't get it. Why aren't you going the full ride? I mean, there seems to be an obstacle here that's not no, just time No, I'm telling you, the, literally the obstacle is just like, it's very hard to get three rabbis to be like, okay, you can be Jewish if you haven't gone through some learning process. Have they seen the Hunger Games? I mean, don't they know? <laughs> Come on. Don't they know who I am? Yeah. Don't they know I want to be Jewish? Yeah. Can't you just give, it, give you the pass? Um, Look what you've done. You have... So I don't know, you know, and, and then, and then frankly, like, because I'm already doing everything, I don't feel, I feel like I'm as Jewish as I did am like ever going to be. Did you like the Hanukkah candles and do all that Yeah, stuff? of course. Yeah. Yeah, we did it all. And are the in-laws now like, you know. Oh, they love it. Because of the kids. Well, here's the thing. So yeah. like my other, my, I have a sister-in-law who's great. She converted to sort of get married to my brother-in-law your husband's my, brother my husband's brother you, but they has but, a wife so both brothers married non-jews correct and there's only i bet but you they, she, they're the only two right do they no, have there's, sisters there's two sisters oh. and the one sister just married a jew so thank god they got one huh? exactly okay um and she converted and did the whole thing yeah but they still have christmas my mother likes christmas lights there's nothing you can i mean you know. and she's a you know born jew yeah they like the christmas well the kids probably like the christmas sure so your kids going to Hebrew school, or yeah. you don't know they're too they, young, no, right? They're, well, they're going to Hebrew preschool. And you just you just had a baby, or got a baby? I did. Yeah, I just got a baby. How's I that? had a baby. You had a baby. Well, he it's my baby. He came out of me nine months early. That's how yeah. we talk about it. How does that work? <laughs> um, it's a real crazy scientific process. 
So you, both your kids are surrogates. Correct. Both my kids were born via gestational surrogates. They're both mine and my husband's. They're they are biologically and genetically one hundred percent me. That's so wild. Yeah. It's Why like, that decision? It's like a test tube, baby, and then you grow it. It was not my decision at all. It just, I, it's it's not the way I would have done it. It was just. Um, it was just my only. Op- it was literally the only chance for me to have. So they take kids your that, egg that were mine. Yeah, and they take his sperm and they correct. Fer- they in- they fertilize it outside. Outside, and then they put it in another dish, person. Correct, and then they grow it in another oven. They did you use it the? the did you use the same oven? Or I did use the same oven. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. The most, you, the most amazing woman. How do you meet an oven? They have agencies, you know, they have people, they have facilitators that find lovely people and then hook you up, basically. I use the same people as Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> Did they use his egg? And some... Yeah, they used his egg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I but uh, so, well, that's interesting to me. So yeah, you build not a, real... a choice. I don't know why people, it, it, I mean, for for the gays that do it, that's they, so they, they don't have, have a womb, so yeah. that's the only no, I get chance it. they get. Not my choice. I mean, I people I was, think that you make that choice. I have no idea. I oh, don't want to oh. know what people think. People are idiots. Yeah, that's true <laughs> about this stuff, for sure. Well, my brother uh, adopted three kids from three different people, and he, yeah. you know, and he, you know, it was a situation where you know you meet the woman who's having your baby before, and yeah. it all seems so gnarly to me in terms of like you know because that the person even your surrogate imagine I imagine even though it's your egg and your husband's sperm has a connection to this you know, thing. You know, they do, but it when it's not biologically theirs, it it is a lot less. I mean, and they also you're they're going into it the entire time. Their their big win in the scenario is handing you the baby. I mean, that's that's their goal is to give Now, is this somebody has done it for baby. other people? Is she a pretty- No, we were their first. We were her there. I say there because there's a, she has a husband who's amazing and they they're an incredible couple that did this for us. And they have their own kids. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, they have kids. How so many kids? Do they they have? have three kids. That's fascinating. Yeah. So they're like, they're how done much do you get to know about these people? Everything. I mean, you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you decide on a surrogate? What do they need? What needs to be in place for them to be able to do that, other than the desire? Um, because there's no genetic material, really. It, it's really, the the main questions you have when you go into it is: Is this woman, you know? Is she going to let me make every decision as if it's mine uh-huh. and if it's as if it's my body? Uh-huh. You know, and um, and that's that's what you're really concerned. You, no one is concerned that they're not going to give you the baby at the end. Your biggest concern is that they're going to force a baby on you that you don't want. That's your biggest concern in surrogacy. The, that Meaning the baby has spina bifida and is going to be born severely... Uh, you know, malformed uh-huh. is one hundred percent going to die. Mm-hmm. So you don't want someone if if that's not what you want. If you don't believe in that, uh, if you don't believe in giving life then to something that's just going to die, maybe minutes later, and by the way, if not minutes later, then cost you a million dollars in medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Then you know, don't don't get involved with surrogacy. <laughs> You need someone that you trust is going to honor your wishes about what's going on. So, uh, oh, oh, I see. I see. So you're saying that if you wanted to terminate the pregnancy for whatever reason. Correct. That they would have to agree to do that. Correct, because you can't force somebody to do that. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, everything worked out. Yeah, we got two beautiful babies thank goodness now now does your relationship with this couple and family still exist after? yeah 
Really? Yeah. Like they come over for Christmas and stuff. Uh, well, I'm writing. I'm I'm writing them their Christmas cards right now. And do they feel any sort of like pride or connection to the kids? Or they do. They're really like, yeah, they do. But that's like aunties. You yeah. Know? It's like that's so wild. It's to like me. an auntie. Isn't it amazing that there's so many of these different avenues for which people can, you know, it's live beautiful. a dr- dream of ch- having yeah, a child? It's amazing. It's absolutely. I mean, the fact that we were able to have our own children, despite the fact that my womb basically doesn't work. Is amazing to me. It's amazing. Um, you know, it, it was a super bummer getting there. Yeah, it's what? not a fun path. When to you take. found out that you couldn't, con- it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, because you have yeah. to you have to mourn. It's your you know you essentially mourn the loss of your fertility, your mm. you know your superiority over men is that you can carry babies like haha suckers yeah. like you get um higher incomes right <laughs> but you <laughs> but can't you, do this without but us. you die sooner and you don't get to have babies right. you know right and and suddenly like I, I i i had to let go of one of those you know i had to let go of like my my womanhood in a, in a way and um and just sort of give over to the to a process that I didn't willingly go into. I mean, I I went into it I went into it willingly, but I didn't go into it um happily. You know, I went into it from a a darker place. And then in the end it's all light and amazing, and that's what they tell you when you start. They say, "In the end there'll be a baby and you'll be so happy and you'll forget everything and you do." You forget mm. everything. Was there the the process of like struggling, deciding how you wanted to do it, like thinking about adoption and that kind of stuff? And- yeah, we thought about that. I I don't think that adoption. You know, I think people forget that adoption is not anyone can adopt, whether you're fertile or infertile. It doesn't yeah, matter, right? So it is. It's not. Uh, it's a way to be a parent, right? But it is not a solution or a a. Um, it's not a prescription for infertility. Right. It's just a way to be a parent, to parent a kid. So it was important to you. But to it was know. not a way. It's not a way to have your own child. Right. It's certainly not a way to, you know, certainly. Was, so it was it was secondary to gestational surrogacy for us always because mm-hmm. we, we all we wanted, you know, we've been together for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And um, there really is something unique and special about making a little, you know, half me, half him. Yeah, you yeah. know, having uh-huh. your and now you can see it. Having you, can, you know your genetics sure, go on. Sure, and you can see it in the you kids. You can see it, and it's you really can see it. And it's amazing. <laughs> and, I, and on some and level, people adopt are like huge souls. I mean, I, I have so much respect for people who go that route. It wasn't what we chose. I, I I get there. I get a lot of not a lot. I don't get a lot. Um, but every once in a while, you know, you get someone who is like, "Why didn't you just adopt?" There's so many babies out there that need love. Da 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 da. Uh-huh. And um, and I think, well, you just want me to validate like your thing, yeah. Number one, right. And number two, adoption is a no picnic. No, I know. Yeah, it is a, not a picnic. It's not easy, and it's yeah. it's not easy. I know a lot of people that have gone through even more. I just, I just, this process ended with me getting my own child. Yeah, the adoption process was just like another maze of maybe, kind of, who knows. Uh-huh. And also like genetics that you're like, you'll never really know. Yeah, not for a while. You're just yeah. not going to know. You know, you're not going to maybe get the yeah. information that Aunt Sally had cancer at 20. You know, like, or, yeah, or, it, you d- just don't know what you're getting. Yeah. So it was way more. That's that felt like a very a path that was fraught mm-hmm. in a way that like I was kind of done with being fraught because I had been through a lot already yeah. trying to conceive on my own. 
Uh, yeah, it must be horrible. Yeah, frustrating. So it's not fun. And before I knew that you did that, before I, I did any research, I don't usually do. And I think I saw you <laughs> uh, at a at that thing with Judd, and you're like, I just I just had a baby. I'm like, wow, she's really up and out. And yeah, <laughs> that happens a lot actually. And what? I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> you're like, yeah. I'm like, I like to believe that if I had cared my own baby, I would I would have bounced back. But who knows? And by the way, it's such a horrible. Women should not be expected to bounce back. I mean, uh, no, it's uh, it's yeah. a really. I don't know how they do it. It's I, a it's a it, it's a I think a a true disservice what's going on right now with all these celebrity moms and worried I mean, about their tummies. I, well, yeah. first of all, I just want to remind people that celebrities generally are genetically superior human beings <laughs> on, on a certain level. Anyway, are they? Yeah, they're like nor. I mean, they're mostly thin. You know, they got trainers, they work out, they've got money, they've yeah. got the ability, right. you know, and they are normally genetically predisposed to being thin people anyway. So like these women who are holding up, you know, certain people as their benchmark after they've had a child, like just go be with your kid for yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't freak out. Don't get to the gym right away. It's all right. <laughs> This is not. This is not how it's supposed to be. Everybody, calm down. There is a like a freakish class thing, you know that you know that people put celebrities in this certain light. You're, I mean, like the speculation that goes around, like just you know regular people around celebrities. It's oh. just, it's, it's bizarre. Like, because even my girlfriend is sort of a gossip person. Yeah. And when she says things to me, I'm like, they, they're probably not doing any of that. Where do, they have the, where, where do they have the fucking time? I mean, if you read gossip, you'd think that all you know celebrities are doing is sordid, weird-ass shit. Uh, I mean, they're just people. Yeah. I mean, do have you had experiences where you, you hear something about yourself and you're like, holy fuck. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, the other my other issue is like, I feel like the only time they ever take my picture is like, the the like the morning when I'm like nobody's a picture I can leave the house like looking like crap it's fine and they're like they're there and they're waiting for they're you they're always there so literally I I think to my and they always take a picture on Sunday and I'm like you know what I'm sorry fuck off like I'm not going full hair and makeup on my Sunday morning like it's not have this is my day to be in like my sweatpants and hang out how do they find I need a you? day off yeah. and but then I think if people's perception of my style is like <laughs> the Sunday morning photos, I'm in so much trouble. I mean, I really Well, how do am. they find you? I mean, I, I my... go to the, I live my life. I go to the farmer's market in the grocery store and they are there. Do some people call ahead to get people to take? Yes, but okay, the right. reality that stars do that. I I don't know anyone who does that. Because like she told me that. I'm like, really? They're like, you know, yeah, I'm there, are, gonna... there are people that do that. And publicists, that, that's their angle? I think people do that, yeah. All right, so what other, you just did the Hunger Games and what else is happening? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, we just had Pitch Perfect this whole year, which was like my baby, my life's work um, that my husband and I produced. Oh, I kind of watched that. Great did, movie. What did you shoot you it like? It. Uh, we you... shot it in Baton Rouge. How come I missed it? It's a huge universal movie. It's made, it made so much money. We're going to make a sequel. Uh, yeah, what? you're just out of it. Okay. All you're right. just out of it. You just didn't, uh, you passed by on this one. It's okay. I, d- I wait for a screener. How come you didn't send me a screener? <laughs> <laughs> you can buy the DVD as of today. Okay, I don't so think they don't send screeners unless they think they can get an Academy Award. I don't think we're getting an Academy Award. And it just came out last year. By the way, this is one of my biggest my biggest pet peeves in the. It's one of the major disappointments for me in mm. this industry. What is how little credence is given to comedies uh, over dramas? I just saw The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Did you see The Hobbit? No, I'm not going to see The Hobbit. Why not? 
Why would I? I couldn't even wrap my brain around the books. <laughs> it's, 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 those are those movies where it's sort of like, you know, if are you, you read not the a book, fantasy guy? No. See, I'm, I'm a dork. I like, I like a lot of fantasy. I like yeah. certain fantasy. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit is so boring. I don't think I think he gets lost in his tricks that Jackson. It's fell a lot. This is, is the it, issue. Do that? First of all, didn't two Jackson hours and fifty minutes. So guys, to sit for anything. That's like a, that's sort of an assault on the audience, in my opinion. Yeah, no like, movie needs to be two yeah, make hours some and fifty. Make Cut a, some shit. Make a decision. <laughs> We're an hour in the Hobbit house while they're figuring out what they're gonna do, singing bad songs. Like, come on. <laughs> Take, trim that thing. It took forever. I was like, if I was a 10-year-old boy, maybe I would like this movie. But like, there's, it's really. What movies did you like this great. year? Did you like the, ma- I thought, the Master? I thought this was a tough year, honestly. Yeah. I just watched David O. Russell's movie. It's fucking great. Yeah, I know. He's so great. Did you like it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, He's so great. great. And, and I love, obviously love Jennifer and I love, grew up with Bradley and I love everyone. You grew I just, up with I, him? I just had, he was in my, he was in my Hot American Summer. I, he was in my very first movie, Bradley. Um, he really I, showed up for work this time. Good. Well, David O. Russell is, I mean, I'm dying. He's a wizard. Dying to work with him forever. Does we he ha- know we that? had a, We had a movie going for a little bit and it didn't happen. So. But you and your husband produced uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yeah, but so the bummer for me is like, as a, as a successful movie going experience, like being moved, laughing, um, just the whole thing, I felt like, you know, Pitch Perfect to me, I was like, The Hobbit, it's going to make a gajillion dollars. And it's just like special effects. Like, yeah. There's no emotion. Right. You know, at least in Lord of the Rings, it's about the four kid, the four hobbits, about yeah. their friendship right. and about, you know, right. getting back to the Shire and your home and all that. They're kind of trying to do that with this movie, but at a certain point, you just go, guys, you're really taking advantage of us. <laughs> like, you're, you're making The Hobbit into three movies and they're all going to be three hours long. Yeah, we Come get it. Come on. Like, you had a lot of money to spend. us, yeah. Now you got to make it back. Way to go. Yeah. But like, I, yeah. I think as a emotional journey, I mean, also I think the older you get, the harder it is to like anything. So you want to work with David O. Russell? I do, absolutely. Who else? Um, I still want, I still think Spielberg's got a bunch of good movies in him. You want to work with him? I, I have worked with him, but yeah. it was a small role. But I just, being on set with him, I just thought, oh man, he's a he's a real- What actor is he? He's real with? special. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That'd be funny. Oh, man. I would love it. I would work that. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to make out. No, he's just really funny. Yeah, he is funny. I think he's funny and he's got a great vibe about him. Um, I don't know that he would do a, I don't know what, that he's going to do comedies. I mean, this is the big, the big, I haven't been in a lot of, I certainly have not been in a lot of what we call rom coms, which is a, a sort of a word I don't like, but. Um, what in terms of like a romantic comedy lead? Yeah, in terms of yeah, they it's very hard to find great men, like true actors, actors that want to play at that level in in a in a comedy mm-hmm. that ultimately is romantic because you end up falling for each other. Mm-hmm. But I would just like to make a really funny movie and also fall in love. You know, I had a chance. I did it a little bit with um, Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, I loved. I loved that movie. I loved the movie making experience. I I love. I, I just. I thought. It's, I think it's. I do believe that movie is full of laughs and is funny. You know, it's very in your face. It's very Kevin Smith. Yeah. You know, it, we didn't shy away from the porno part. Right. Um. So it's not for everybody, but you know, it was. A, it was really like one of the few times where I felt like, 
oh, okay, this is this feels really good. Like I'm falling in love in a movie. This is like a universal experience. Uh-huh. Everybody can relate to this. And I'm, you know, we're doing physical comedy and it's really fun and funny and we're cracking jokes. We're being clever. There's like, this is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. This is great. I love that. I love that. You just would like to do a, a little more I would of like a mainstream to, I would like to do comedy. that more with guys who want to do that. Well, why like don't with, you... with with truly comedic, funny men. leading men, yes, that can carry a movie. Correct. How many of them are there? There's not many. <laughs> There's not many. But it'll happen. Well, I mean, they make them. They make them. You'd with be surprised. Bad actors. That David O. Russell movie, you know, is really funny. It, I read but, that movie. But it's like it's a misleading romantic comedy yeah. because the the first forty five minutes is so menacing. Yeah. That you don't realize that it's like structurally a classic romantic yeah. comedy I actually overheard because um, I went to the five o'clock showing of The Hobbit yeah because I have two kids so it was us and a lot of elderly people yeah. and they in the valet line afterwards I heard one woman go about Silver Linings Playbook you know that Jennifer Lawrence is a darling it took a long time to get to the feel good part <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that was a good assessment that is the movie going public that's their don't opinion. make them wait too long for the feel good part they want the feel good part that's why they're there well how do we feel about this interview you I feel, feel good? good yeah sure alright why not were you, but you, you like were you nervous about it no. All right. I'm very open. I, I mean, was nervous about it. Why? Because you're fucking sitting in my garage. Okay. I've been in places. I've been in some places. I hear, That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been in places, but like, uh, there's some there's some people where I'm like, oh, my house is a mess. And God, where was I shooting? I we shot a place, and then we we had to shoot in a garage for a minute. I we borrowed it so I could do like a voiceover. Mm-hmm. And like this guy, it was real bad. Like the cat had died and was like still there, and there was like piss what? everywhere. And it was like this is lovely compared to that. So what, that's what I'm going to compare it to. What the situation was that? We were in like a weird. I'm Baton what movie? Rouge. We were in Baton Rouge. Oh, for the for your movie, for Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perfect. And I had to do like a voiceover. How one did day. you end up so locked we had to into find, this? We had to find a place that was nearby where our location already was for a home studio. So yeah. you looked at guy for like a little stu- uh, just for like an hour on one afternoon, and we ended you're, up. You're, in you're this stuck, and you needed to do guys, a pickup in this super scary like if it was in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre you would have believed it kind of garage like this that this guy had thank you for coming thank you Elizabeth Banks I feel like I didn't intro you maybe we should try to do that let's oh yeah do... I'm Elizabeth Banks okay let's try it like we're, we just got here oh uh, Elizabeth Banks is in my garage how are you hey thank oh. you for having me oh, I'm so thrilled you're here you're sweet all right that got a little uh, interesting and heavy at the end. I, I enjoyed uh, talking to her. I would like to be friends with her. Can I do that? Would that be all right? She's solid, right? Am I right? Did I tell you? All right. As uh, as you know, all the tickets are on sale for the uh, Mark Marin Out of the Garage Tour. You can go to WTFPod.com for all that, the, that information. Go to the calendar section. Go to the episode section to see who's been on the show. And don't pester me with requests that are meaningless in light of the fact that they have been on already. Uh, kicking a few shekels, get the app upgrade to the premium app, get the Lipson deal, get on the mailing list, look around, leave a comment, don't be a dick. Do that stuff. And that's that. Again, thank you for uh, supporting uh, the show, supporting me with the Boomer Lives t-shirts and, and uh, supporting this amazing charity with Animal Rescue Foundation. I'll let you know what the tally is on that in due time. 
And uh, and that's that. I'm going to Sundance with my IFC show. I'm on a deadline. I've got to finish my book by this week. Boomer lives!